Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey Blake, what's going on buddy? James Cox, how you doing sir? Good, how about you? Uh, I just asked you that tonight. Yeah, I just asked no. you that. Yeah. So. Yes, it's okay. What day is it? I don't know. Do you guys really know? No. What are we doing? We are doing Cover Wars, and I think this oh. is episode five. That's all I I'm, care about right now. Right. I don't care what day it is. I don't care what's happening in the world right now. What I'm excited about is Cover Wars. We're back with Cover Wars, everybody. I hope you're looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I am. We got a sweet song today. And sweet covers. These are some awesome, really, really tight, solid covers right. of uh, the song today. So... And we are uh, on episode five. Can you believe it already? Five of these. Yeah. And then, like, think about the list that we have going on right now of the other cover wars that we want to do. And it's just constantly growing. Like, it seems like every time we do an episode and I take it off the list, something else pops up. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. And right. then I'm, I'm listening to Spotify and I'm finding cover, uh, cover song playlists. And I'm shuffling through those. And I'm like, wow, that's really good. I wonder if there's another cover. Wow, that one's really good too. Yeah, this is, uh, so it just keeps on going, on and going, and on going. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. um, we had a chat with with a musician um, yesterday. We uh-huh. um, and we won't tell you who. This is a surprise because it's a yeah. big deal for us. But uh, we've uh, his his band did two or three songs, so we're gonna oh, bring one yeah, of his songs to the other. Yeah, to the, to an, a, a, another Cover Wars episode. So that's gonna yeah, be great. Absolutely. You know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, at the time of – so when when will this episode come out? This episode will come out before the interview that we that we did? Yes, yes. It will? Okay, okay. so by this point, I think the Monday that's constantly referred to in right. the interview will already happen. So right. that'll be that'll be cool. Oh, yeah. That was really yeah. – right? That was that was really cool. We're talking about so – what, what if this monumental Monday takes place and we – had just talked to this person and all they could do was hype up this big Monday coming up. And it's, you know, I don't know. That, that'd be, that'd be so neat to go back and look at this and be like, Oh, they're talking about the Monday. (laughs) The Monday. Yeah. Everybody hates Mondays. Everybody hates Mondays, but the musician that we just talked to swears that this is going to be the best Monday of your life ever. Looking forward to this Monday first. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. A question that I'm gonna ask you: You go to Disney World? Is it Disneyland or Disney World? Because I was Disney in the world. world. You go there a lot. You just came back from Disney World. How was it? Yep. Oh, dude, had a blast. I'm wearing a Disney World shirt right now. Here's my Haunted Mansion T-shirt. Shout out to Only Hope Supply. There you go. Uh, check them out. They have great. If you love Star Wars or Disney themed anything, uh, uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Lord of the Rings, stuff like that. They have a ton of great clothes. Um, but uh, yeah, we had a great time. We went for my wife's uh, 30th birthday. She just turned 30. Nice. That's um, a good she age. She does not look 30 at all. And people constantly told us that. And I was like, please be careful about how old you think you that she is. And don't make me look like a creep. 
Right. Um, mm. But uh, they were very kind, and they said she didn't look a day over 25. And I was like, that's, that's better. That's, that's fine. A, yeah. That's a great thing to say. Lower than that, it, it makes me look weird. If they said older, you would be in trouble, like, later yeah. that night, you know? Right. Why didn't you take my side? Da, 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 you know? You are 42. <laughs> well, I'm 41, so I'm, I'm almost oh, 42. Me, sorry. No, 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 it's okay. Everybody <laughs> says I like like 26, 32. I'm like, yes, keep on coming. I haven't hit 30 yet, man. I'm uh, uh, December will be when I turn 30. So that's a good age, uh, dude. This is my last year of my 20s. I'm just living it up, man. Just living it up. I'm drinking my tea, you know, and just having a grand old time. Yeah. Um, but no, dude, we had a great time. And oh, this is actually a Disney themed. Uh, cup here too this is the everest uh okay. mug from animal kingdom that was that's like our favorite ride at animal kingdom yeah um but no, we had a great time we're big disney fans so we always go down there and yeah you know you get tired i'm extremely sunburnt that's Florida <laughs> for you. um you know it's my it's blazing hot one day it's monsoon the next day right um but uh you know we we had a blast and and you know we're we're tired we're ready to come home we came home a little bit earlier than we expected to but you know, as soon as we get in the car and we start leaving and like you pass like the, you know, see a, see a real soon stuff. You're just instantly like, oh, I'm ready to go back. We're, we're one of those people. We would love to go. We would love to go every month if right. we could. Um, just don't go an every annual pass holder. Right, just that, you just, know, but just don't go every week. Cause like I was telling you before oh. my, um, my parents had like a, like the, like a 27 day pass or something. And every week, yeah. When 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 we lived in Plant City, Florida, we used to go every every week, and some days yeah. we were like, "Oh, come on, mom and dad, you gotta be kidding me!" We rode every road, yeah. you know. And it's like, yeah. what can we do now? And they're like, "Well, we bought it, so let's go." And we're like, "Yeah, okay." You know, me yeah. and my sister would roll the rice and let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's fun though. We we absolutely love going. Um. And that was something that Allie really wanted to do with turning 30. She was like, I would love to spend my, this is a, this, I, I get it. Like, she's not big on birthdays, but she's like, I understand this is a big 30th, you know, it's a big monumental birthday. I would like to spend it at Magic Kingdom. That's her favorite park to go to when we go down there. So um, we did, we spent the whole day at Magic Kingdom on her birthday. Um, rode the Haunted Mansion multiple times, rode Splash Mountain multiple times, Big Thunder uh space mountain all the all the mountains we love all the mountains and uh uh it was, it, it was good saw the star wars stuff and uh nice. kind of geeked out for a little bit ate a lot of good food and then kind of jumped back into the swing of things been a really busy work week um but uh super looking forward to this episode we're about to do that all right so why don't we get right into it uh so sure. we are covering the songs um from tom petty uh, the song Free Fallen. Yeah, man. Classic song. Yeah. Such a classic song. Um, this is definitely my introduction to Tom Petty, uh, for sure. This was the first song I can remember hearing by him. Right. Um, and uh, just fell into uh, a whole catalog of just great hits and songs that that, that, that dude pumped out um, with his time on Earth. So, um kind of diving into the history of free fallen real quick before we get into our covers yeah. today uh free fallen's the opening track uh from tom petty's debut solo album so not only was it my first introduction to tom petty it was the world's introduction. everybody's yes first song on his debut album uh his debut solo album full moon fever came out in 1989 
Uh, the song was written by uh, by Petty and his um and his writing partner for the album, uh, Jeff Lynn, and features Lynn on backing vocals and bass guitar. The duo wrote and recorded in two days, just just two days, mm. uh, making it the first song completed for Full Moon Fever. Um, Free Fallen is uh, definitely uh, Tom Petty's most famous track, um, as well as his highest and longest charting track. It peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart in January of 1990. Um, but then uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers performed the song at the MTV uh, Video Music Awards in 1989 with Axl Rose and Izzy Stradlin. That's cool. Nice. And at the February 2008 uh, Super Bowl halftime show, um, the the song is ranked number 179 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Now, listen, that doesn't sound like a very high-ranking thing, but you got to li- think about the, the title of what I just said. Number 179 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. That's, yeah. not, rock, that's not rock and roll songs. That's greatest songs of all time. So right. you've got multiple genres in that that thing yeah. um it's featured in the film jerry Maguire in 1996 and then you know the sopranos uh in uh season two episode 13 funhouse that came out in 2000 uh i haven't watched sopranos yet we just finished breaking bad we're talking about watching the sopranos so that'll be cool I'll breaking be on bad is amazing yeah just finished it man finally got ali into it we're watching el camino now we didn't quite finish it tonight but i'm um, gonna, gonna definitely gonna try to finish that tomorrow Right. Um, Lou Reed selected the song as one of his uh, picks of 1989. Uh, the song was also number two on the Spotify Global Viral 50 following the death of Tom Petty. Usually, mm. that's what happens, though. You know, an artist uh, passes away and then their sales scots and then just skyrocket. And song you know? blows up and don't like, know what you got till it's gone, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Tom Petty explained in an interview with Billboard magazine that he and Jeff Lynn were sitting around just trying to come up with a song, and Lynn got him to say uh, Free Falling. Uh, then the next day, they went in and recorded the song. Uh, he didn't write about it. It's not written about any person in, in particular, but instead just what he saw on his frequent drives along Ventura Boulevard. So uh, there's, you know, if you're from the uh, California area, you're probably way more familiar um, with these references than what I would be being from South Carolina and never even been to California. Um, but the lyrics make references to the San Fernando Valley uh, region of Los Angeles, uh, including Reseda, which is a neighborhood uh, in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, 101 Ventura Freeway, um, the lyrics mention a freeway running through the yard uh, and the subjects Reseda home. Uh the uh, the 101 freeway, which has an exit um, for Reseda Boulevard, albeit in the higher income neighborhood of Tarzana. Mm, uh, Tarzana. So, yeah, awesome. Tarzana. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Valley, um, which is a, uh, a name for the uh, San Fernando Valley. Right. Uh, Ventura Boulevard, uh, a primary east-west uh, thoroughfare that runs uh, along the southern border of the valley, and then Mulholland, um, which is a reference to Mulholland Drive, um, a road that follows the ridgeline of the eastern Santa Monica Mountains, and then the Hollywood Hills between the San Fernando Valley and Hollywood. And then also uh, Mulholland Drive is, is actually referenced a lot in a, a lot of Matt Skiba uh, songs, with Alkaline, both with Alkaline Trio and Blink-182. Okay. Um, about Mulholland Drive a lot. So if I ever do get the chance to go to California – 
I would like to go just take one little stroll down Mulholland Drive just to say I did it. Oh, that bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, and then I found something on this website called americansongwriter.com. Um, pretty interesting website. Go please go check that out. Uh, but uh, it said Free Fallen could have been a straightforward, slow song, but Lynn just kept adding intriguing little touches, including the breakdown in the final verse uh, that featured cascading backing vocals and uh, Jones' steady drumming pattern uh, around Petty's wistful rumination. So uh, that is a really cool little part. And you know what I'm talking about? Just like boom, 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 and it right. just kind of drops out, brings back in. It's just so like a gradual build back into into the chorus right um but uh june said uh said this he said some guys just play it as a march but it's not really a march it, it feels like that but at the same time it's it, it's just more of like a a break breakdown build up segment um june says that uh of his shining moment of the song that's uh it's more straightforward People want to put uh, people want to put little roles and fills in there when they cover that song, um, but that's not really what it was. In fact, Jeff's uh, specific instructions were, "Nope, don't do it like that. Just do it straight. Don't right. just just straight up." So uh, interesting, huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty weird, but that's that's pretty cool at the same time, you know, because you never know um, what these guys are thinking when you write your songs. Um, yeah, and, and sometimes less is more. I, I think yeah. in this case, that is that is definitely the case. Less is more. The drums do get really simple and basic in that part, and, and sometimes it's, that makes the more the best the best of it's like less because if you add too much stuff, it's like uh, that's kind of you know that yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's great. I, I love this song. Um, I'm a I'm a big Tom Petty fan. Um, R.I.P. Definitely was more music coming out i wish i would have had the chance to go see him in the heartbreakers at the house of blues uh, a few years ago when i had the chance and i just didn't, didn't, didn't pull the trigger on that one yeah yeah, yeah but have. um but we are going to uh do the, the cover wars because john mm-hmm. mayer and uh, yeah. uh the almost has mm-hmm. covered this song which yeah. i never i i didn't know who the almost was until you said that he was part of um, a band that we that we both like. Yeah, for sure, definitely one of my favorite bands. Um, not the almost, but the 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 band that uh the lead singer Aaron Gillespie comes from, uh, being the drummer and clean vocalist for Under Oath. He kind of pulled Under a Dave Grohl and started his own band, right? Uh, called the Almost, and now he's and he's the front man of that. He has a solo stuff, so um still doing both of them but yeah they did a cover of of this for one of the punk goes pop or not punk goes pop but one of the punk goes albums and uh um both covers are very good this is going to be a very 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 difficult one for me i know i say that every time but I, no lie this is this is going to be very tricky yeah okay um, so uh, okay so I, I i don't see him but i do have him playing live but we don't want to yeah. live you do. You, oh, you talking uh, about the John Mayer one? Yeah, um, so that's the one we want. That is, that is the one. Um, we the, want the life the, from the no, from the Nokia, or do you want the lyric one? Um, for the oh, for the video. Yeah, yeah, the with the lyrics. That's okay. The, that's yeah, probably I'm the best. Right. Meant, uh, you were looking for a studio version. The, oh the, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is this is interesting for the John Mayer one because. This comes from a live album and it is just 
unbelievable. Just uh, gives me chills. Yeah, the the live at the Nokia Theater one. That's you know uh, from the album Where the Light Is, uh, live in Los Angeles. Uh, so just a little bit about John Mayer though. Just you know, in case some reason you don't know who the he is. So John Clayer, uh, excuse me, John Clayton Mayer. Uh, born October 16th, 1977. He's an American singer, songwriter, guitarist, and record producer. Um, born in Bridgeport, Connecticut, Mayer attended Berkeley College of Music in Boston, but left and moved to Atlanta in 1997 with Clay Cook. Uh, excuse me, Clay Cook. Together, they formed a short-lived two-man band called Lo-Fi Masters. Uh, after their split, Mayer continued to play local clubs, refining his skills and gaining a following. Uh, after his appearance at a 2001 South by Southwest uh, festival, he was signed to Aware Records and eventually to Columbia Records, which released his first EP, Inside Once Out. His follow-up two studio albums, uh, Room for Squares, which is amazing, uh, came out in 2001, and then Heavier Things in 2003, uh, performed very well commercially, achieving multi-platinum status. In 2003, he won the Grammy Award for the Best Male uh, pop vocal performance for his single "Your Body Is a Wonderland." Your now body you know. Is a, yeah, you're right. right. And that was that was a song that like blew him up. You know. That's it. That and, was his breakout. Yeah, for sure. And that's um, a good song. You know. Oh, it's a great song. He's yeah. got tons of great songs. Um, but his cover of "Free Fallen" is featured on his live album "Where the Light Is" live in Los Angeles. So it's just it's so very good. I'm really looking forward oh. to listening. So, uh, which one did you want to pick up? Did you want to do the, the, the ones with the lyrics, or did you want to watch do the one with the lyrics? Because I'm pretty sure if you do that top one, since that's from his YouTube, it's probably got an ad, and we'll just have to sit here for 30 seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, here oh. we go. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, ads. Right. So, okay, here we, here we go. Broken hearts and I'm free. 
I wish there was about a 300 more free fallings <laughs> added on to the end of that. It's so good, man. It it's is. Just so, it is. It is just, uh, it's It's kind of, he made it his own for sure. Right. Um, right. He has a full band, but, you know, it's just, it's really nice to hear it so broken down, just him and a guitar. Uh, and he's an amazing guitarist. I mean, yeah. uh, listen, when you can when you can be invited to play for Michael Jackson's uh, memorial um, and you're not even singing, right. like they, like he didn't even sing. He, he did uh, uh, um, human nature for uh, Michael Jackson's funeral memorial thing and didn't sing a bit. He just played guitar and it was just the most beautiful and like honoring thing that he could have done to uh you know for michael jackson and it's just he's an incredible guitarist an incredible singer on top of that an incredible songwriter everything he's hilarious i remember whenever do you ever watch uh uh fantasy factory with um rob deirdre yes on MTV? yes yeah uh, so, i love that show John Mayer had like a guest appearance on that one time with with rob deirdre apparently they're good friends and they are just he is like just hilarious it's so funny um but yeah I, I don't know man this cover is just it's haunting in a way it's just it's beautiful it's peaceful um and i never hit skip whenever it comes up you know just randomly on shuffle i'm going to totally agree with you on that um with that uh sentiment but there's one thing that i wish that he would have done a little bit more differently yeah. Um, the, it's it's the chorus. Yeah, the chorus is different. The co- yeah, and and that uh, I understand the fact that you do you know to do a cover song you have to do it differently. You know your yeah. own take to it. You know, but something was missing to the chorus for me. You know, because yeah. I'm so used to Tom Petty's version of it. You know, it's yeah. it's it's. But I think when you when you when you hear a chorus such as, um, classic as free falling chorus yeah you kind of went that in, in inside your own cover and and that didn't solidify it for me you know yeah so okay. i don't know so you like everything about the chorus right I, oh yeah i, I love the yeah, yeah 
the verses the end, yeah, it's it's perfect. But that chorus has something, you know, had, had to have something different for me. Yeah. You know. Okay. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way about the chorus, but uh, but it sounds like maybe me like like you knew that back too. Yeah, I um, you know, I paid attention to that when I first heard the song, um, featured the. I think it was, it, it was a Pandora station or something, right? Uh, and it, it popped up, and you know, you hear the, you hear the opening guitar riffs, and you know, I couldn't see, uh, I couldn't look at my phone or my iPad or computer right. or whatever <laughs> it was, I was yeah. on, but you hear it, and you're like, man, what is that? Because it's not quite, it's not quite the same. And then, you know, starts with the opening lines and you're like, oh man, it's free falling. This is going to be good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I did notice that the course was different. I, I like it though. I kind of, I, do I, yeah. I think it's still good. Yeah. Um, it's, but I, I can see what you're saying. It is yeah. different. Right. Um, the, the, the version we're about to listen to from, um, the almost is way more, uh, um, classic okay. for sure. Like they, they definitely paid homage in a big way to, to Tom Petty by keeping it pretty, pretty close to the original. Um, before we get to that though, let yeah. me just oh, yeah. introduce everybody to the almost. Cause I'm pretty sure not, we don't have a lot of people that are familiar with who the almost are, unless you're a scene kid. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so the almost is an American band from uh, Clearwater, Florida, uh, best known for being fronted by under oath drummer and vocalist, Aaron Gillespie. Also one of my favorite drummers of all time time all right before top five aaron gillespie uh pulled a dave grohl started his own band and uh was uh front manning it um so formed in 2005 uh the band's current lineup consists of aaron gillespie on vocals and guitar bassist john thompson and drummer joe mustin uh the band has released three albums and two eps on tooth and nail records um which is the same record label that uh under oath uh was signed to um, and also, our Hartsville Boys and Sent by Ravens were also signed to uh, Tooth and Nail. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Nice. Um, with 2009, we got to try to get one of those guys on. Yeah, because sure. I've been wanting to ask him a whole lot of questions too. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we had Casey on, we kind of talked, uh, we talked about Sent by Ravens for a minute, and I was like, I wonder oh, if those man, guys... we got to get those guys on too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, so 2009's uh, Monster Monster, which by the way, they don't speak about this in the notes here, but Southern Weather was the the debut album from The Almost, and it is just so good. Um, <laughs> it's a banger. Song, yeah, the 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 song um, Say This Sooner has this intro on the guitar that uh, Aaron Gillespie said he got the idea from the Walk the Line movie about okay. Johnny Cash and yeah. like how Johnny Cash used to I believe it was like he folded up dollar bills and like put in the uh, the neck of the guitar in between the strings or something like that and kind of played and like did this rhythm rhythm oh, well, type of section or something like that. Uh, and I wonder, the intro to say this sooner is where he got that was from um, Walt the Line. Okay. So um, well, yeah, so uh, 2009's Monster Monster uh, <laughs> peaking at number uh, 67 on the Billboard 200. That's pretty dang good. Uh, and then 2013's Fear Inside Our Bones uh, at number 142 on the Billboard 200. Um, and then they released uh, Fear Caller in October of 2019 as their most recent uh, release, and they came out through Fearless Records. But um, that one is really good. It's very different from their other sound where they kind of, 
you know, they came out in kind of that scene phase, your paramours and um, Mayday Parade and uh, Under Oath, you know, things like that. Like it, it had a, it wasn't as heavy as Under Oath. It was right. definitely more pop oriented, um, still good alternative music and, uh, and put out some good stuff. Um, it's, it was, it was cool to see Aaron Gillespie front a band rather than being confined Beyond, right. to a drum set, you know, Beyond but, uh, so their cover is featured on the uh, Punk Goes Classic Rock album, which some of you probably didn't even know there was because you're probably only aware of the Punk Goes Pop. Right, uh, yeah. I think it'd be... Punk. Punk Goes Pop is the really popular one, I think. Yeah, for sure. Punk, so. punk Goes Pop, there's like six... Yeah, there's seven, like six or seven of them. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the, like, like, the, like the 35 kid bops, you know? Honestly, yeah. Now that's what we call music or whatever. But yeah, there's yeah. there's Punk Goes Classic Rock. Uh, there's two uh, Punk Goes 90s that are really good. Uh, punk Goes Crunk. That's a great one. Um, and, oh, oh my uh, God. Is yeah, that the actual thing? Crunk. Yeah, it's an actual thing. Uh, and yeah. the Devil Wears Prada does a cover Dude. of um, Still... Uh, Stay fly, still, still fly. Okay, uh, it's really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, punk goes classic rock. That is a great one. Um, there's actually a lot of great songs on there. Um, and uh, I wish more of those were coming out. I think they. It's been a few years since they put one out, but uh, yeah, this one's great. This 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 cover is definitely true to the original for sure. Tom Petty, I'm sure, was proud to see a band cover it. That. Uh, brought their put their own spin on it but staying true to the original nice so let's yeah. che- so let's check it out yep here we Take go all right
how to dude. not only write a song knows how to play drums like crazy knows how to play guitar he can sing with the best of them um but he also knows how to cover a song man he's just a, an incredible musician all around dude okay so you were here yes that is that <laughs> is the, that, that is the cover song yeah because that is it's just good. like Tom Petty's only yeah, a bit heavier yeah. But I love it. I love everything yeah. about it. Yeah. And the chorus Absolutely. was Ray Day spot on. Nothing yeah. wrong with the chorus. Yeah. Um the I love the drums, of course. Uh, you know, and Aaron Gillespie being a drummer as well. I'm sure he had a lot to do with that. And he probably had a lot of ideas in his head that he put into that. Uh, you know, but just the keeping it steady and punchy the whole time. It's just so good. Like you, you catch yourself the whole time. Just kind of <laughs> just bopping. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, but like the, I forgot what it's called, but when the vocals are kind of like kind of leading into the chorus, right. So he's kind of down here and he like, right. Yeah. Like that, uh, it, sweep into the, the yeah. higher range. It's just so, Oh, so good. I love it. I love listening to that. It almost sounded like he was trying to mimic Tom Petty, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for you know, sure. Because like, um, Tom Petty does that kind of swoop technique, just like the one yeah. you were talking about. Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I think he gets all of his inspiration for that song through Tom Petty. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's great, man. I, I love, I love that one. Yeah. Um, and making it their own still with with right. being respectful yeah. of, I think that's important. And yeah. uh, you know the the little uh, pauses bef- leading into yes. that chord as well. Yes. Dun dun. You know that right. that's great. The the build that we talked about earlier, all that was just true to the original, yeah, uh, and very uh, very fitting. But also just putting in just a just enough of a, a twist and spin mm-hmm. on it to make it the almost right. Um, and and, uh, and I love the fact that they brought some heaviness to it. You know, there's a little bit of heaviness. Like, dun, dun, right. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Not every song requires a, a completely different twist on it but, but yeah. somehow this works and it sounds so great you know yeah so it, yeah. yeah they did it flawlessly right um, right and you know sometimes you come across these uh these covers on these especially on these punk goes you know punk goes whatever albums right uh, <laughs> you're some and you're like and eh, that's not that's not uh my favorite right. uh but i would say that of these i you know i have a few that have that I've heard over the years that stood out. I, a, a day to remember's cover of over my head, um, cable car by the fray. That one is incredible. Um, uh, get scared's cover of my own worst enemy by lit, uh, for the punk goes nineties too. That one was really good. Um, and, uh, and then this for sure, this one, this yeah. one hands down is, is up there with it's, it's some of my good. favorite ones. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you hear them and you're like, Oh God, they, they, that, this song sucks. Their cover sucks. Oh, it's very generic. And right. it's, you know, everybody puts the same little breakdown in the same spot or whatever. Um, but, but, Oh, you got a rap in the chorus? Well, we're just yeah. going to scream that part, you know, to make it a hardcore <laughs> right. thing. Whatever. But, but, but yeah. see, this cover works though, you know, somehow it works yeah. and it sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah, for I sure. think it's safe to say that I think that the almost cover wins this battle. Yeah. As much as we okay, so I really love the John Mayer one. Don't get me wrong, it's it's nice yeah. and smooth and sweet, you know. You can yeah. easily, easily lay back to it, you know, kind of yeah. kind of think about, you know, what's going on in your life, you know, and just kinda of chill out. Yeah. But this song uh, the, the almost takes another twist to it, another, another spin, a whole different 180. And just yeah. goes the opposite way, and it's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that this cover, uh, so I'm glad we are listening to these for the episode as well. Like, you know, I've heard both of these versions over and over and over again. Right. But, well, but the back to back tells a different story. Well, yeah. And listening to them, yeah, right, right back to back. Like, I went into this kind of with my mind made up already and then listening to them, I'm going to have to change my mind because comparing the two, when this, when this started out, I was like, all right, I heard the cover by John Mayer years ago and I do love that cover. Right. Um, for a short period of time there, I would have told you that his acoustic cover for his live album was better than the Tom Petty version. Um, in my opinion, (laughs) But, you know, looking at it now, comparing these two, listening to them side by side and the comparisons, I think I'm also going to have to go with the almost took this one. Um, right. Not to discredit John Mayer at all. No, no. Incredible job. But just like 
oh, just making it your own, staying true to the original, and then just uh, what can you add just to make it stand out? In an album full of generic cover songs of classic rock albums by, you know, at that time, you know, emerging uh, alternative emo screamo bands. Right. How are we going to stand out? Right. Here you go. This is this is the best song on that that cover album, without a doubt. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, because when you have two totally different versions, you can kind of uh, make up your mind already, kind of. Just yeah. like you said. Yeah. But when you but read it, it's like a whole different aspect of, oh my God, this is great. I, you know, I'm able yeah. Yeah, man. Listen to it again. I got chills. You know, think we just talked about Tom Petty. We talked about, you know, RIP and, you know, we'll never be able to see Tom Petty play live again. Right. And, you know, that makes it a little bit more emotional. It does. Um, and it does. just, you know, Aaron Gillespie's vocals are just so good and, uh, era, just the production quality of the song is also just incredible. The drums to sound amazing. I listen for that kind of thing. I'm like, oh man, how much does that kick punch? Uh, and then how much does the snare just have a? What kind of tone do you have on the snare? Well, the, obviously it's perfect in that song, you know. Right, right. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the almost takes almost, this one. Yeah, the almost definitely wins it today. And I'm not just saying that because it's Aaron Gillespie. So no, no. Just because he's my one of my favorite drummers ever. I'm not saying that at all. I, I'm telling you, I went into this thing with my mind made up that John Mayer was who I was going to be choosing, mm-hmm. and then I had to change it up. I knew, like, whenever we got to the buildup in the, in this cover by the almost, I was like, <laughs> I don't think I can do it. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's it, dude. That's it. Yeah. 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 So to all to all of our listeners, um, what do you think? You know, yeah. uh, did you like the John Mayer one? You know, nice, easy, relaxed, kind of like a home kind of kind of good feeling, yeah. or or did you like the more punkier version that they almost yeah. did? Did you, you sit know? here and bang your head yeah. while you were listening to it? Did you when they hit those pauses? Did you just go <gasps> and then come back again? <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. So we 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 want to hear from you. Yes. So, um, the, in many new ways that you can get in touch with, with, touch with us, you can go to our, our website, www.whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Yes. On YouTube, youtube.com slash whenwordsfailmusicspeaks. Facebook, WWFMS Podcast. And on Instagram, it's whenwordsfailmusicspeakspod. And we are also on Twitter. At when words fail MS. So if you could tell us which which version you liked, which which um which songs you want us to review for you, yeah. um you can always suggest that uh, two two of the cover songs you want us to go over, and we will. Uh, so just give us a shout. Yeah, absolutely. We'll add it to our our, our long list that we have here. Uh, okay. yeah, share 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 with us if there's another version too that we didn't talk about. Um, I know that there has to be more than just two people in the the history of the world that ever covered this thing. It, right. Even yeah. even if I, I'm even I'm even going this far with it. Even if you came across somebody sitting in their bedroom with their guitar on YouTube and covered a song, yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah, we want to we hear it. I'm telling you, I've done that. I've I've scoured the the deep dark uh, um, rabbit holes that is YouTube. Right. And I have found covers of songs that I 
absolutely love that was not performed by a professional musician. It was just somebody sitting uh, in front of a webcam with a guitar, just doing a simple little cover. And I've just had my mind blown and been like, this is, this is amazing. Get this person a record deal so they can record this and I can listen to it on Spotify. I don't want to go to YouTube. Yeah, a lot of un- unknown artists are on YouTube that need to be found, you know. Yeah. And what no better doubt. way to bring them to light is, you know, for us to actually uh, review one of your episodes and sure. get them on a podcast, maybe, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so. Thank you for listening to episode five of the series. We do appreciate it. Until next time, see y'all.